Super Hits Radio. Radio. Joy 99.7. And welcome. I'm super, super excited about tonight's show. I'm super excited about all our shows, but especially so tonight. But first of all, welcome. This is Strong and Sassy here in your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. A special good evening to our silent listeners who show up in the most unexpected places. I am so grateful um, that you choose to stick and stay with us. I know you could be anywhere else. So we love you so much for that. 
My name is Enimwa, Enim Ado, and we will be on until 8 p.m. Now, tonight, as part of our Boss Lady series, which we've been doing this November, we're talking about women in the event space. I'm sure you've seen these amazing events that happen, um, you know, large crowds, excellent coordination, excitement, efficiency. We're talking about the women behind those kind of events, the women who are putting things together and making things happen. So that's one as aspect of, of that conversation. But I'm really excited as well um, to have a lady. This is the first time she's joining us. She is a photographer and the owner of ImagesImage.com. Um, a very good evening and welcome to you, Senor John. You're a good student. So I love your name. <laughs> I love your name. You're a good student. Um, also Thank joining you. us on Zoom is Whitney Brachimensa. Um, she's the managing partner for Innovations Events um, WBM. Also the co-executive producer for the Three Music Women's Brunch and founder of My Dear Sister's Keeper, GH. She will be joining us on Zoom in a second. But Senue Jom. Yes, let me start with you. It's so rare to see women behind the camera, mm. first of all. Mm. I think a few years ago, it was uh, almost didn't exist. Yeah. But now it's kind of, you know, we get one there, here, one there. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me start from the beginning. How did you, of all the things that you could do and choose, why did you choose this? Why did I choose this? Um, I've said this story so many times. I hope I stay consistent. <laughs> So why did I choose um, photography? Um, because I, I, growing up, I was an introvert, okay. very quiet. And uh, at um, an age of, I think, eight years, I discovered the camera. Hmm. Yes, um, my Uncle George um, gave me a camera. And, hi, Uncle George. Hi, Uncle George. <laughs> George, George how are you? Hi, Uncle George. <laughs> so, Uncle George gave me a camera to take along. My father was taking me on a trip to Russia mm. back then. And then he gave me a camera. So, I think I kept the camera. And my, thank you. And my mother had this very notorious active helps. Okay. And But she somehow really trusted them. Okay. So I, I took a photo of some of the things they did. And mm. when the photo was washed, she saw them. And I liked the effect. And I thought, wow. <laughs> she a silent lapo. I'm telling you, they broke some balls. Very, very silent lapo. Like, whoa, you, haven't, you haven't said nothing. I, I was at peace because I'm one person who gets bugged a lot by what I do. Like, I'm very super cautious. So I don't want to cause another sadness. So, oh, Charlie. I didn't open my mouth and people are and being sanctioned. Oh, God. Wow. So the eight-year-old me fell. <laughs> I fell so in love. Savage. Honestly. Oh, wow. You fell in love with the fact that pictures will tell yeah. stories that you don't have to open your mouth. Like, perfect. Perfect. But I was also born, or I've been born in an academia family, but a very entrepreneurial family. Okay. We don't care about your media appearances and all. Charlie, how much do you have? Is the bottom line. And so growing up, like you said, the camera wasn't the in thing, especially a woman. And for that matter, when we were growing up, still photography was not regarded. Mm. It was more, they respected the videographer with all those, you know, yes. the big camera. Big yes. And besides, my father's our family photographer was riding a bicycle. Oh. So, I'll, and then they no used to go, photo, yeah, 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 Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. So look at me. I mean, like, Make I go ride. No, no. So, Hello, sister photo. <laughs> so like seriously, yeah. photography wasn't on was my not, mind. Mm. But when I was when I got to 14, I read a book. Mm. Was it Dazzle? There were three photographers. Okay. And one did automobile, one did societal events, and one did food. Mm. It was a food that got me hooked to today. Wow. So he had a commission. And um, he was supposed to have shot for a chef, a French chef. And then when the chef went through, I mean, as a proper photo session, you should have a session with the person, talk about their ideas, meet halfway, what is doable, what is not doable, what will be apt for the person, you know, and all that. So in that session, um, when the French man came up with, the, the chef came up with his concept, mm -hmm. um, the photographer listened attentively and said, okay, so just on the day of shoot, bring me the, the full bird. Like, he was like, no, I'm a French. Listen, I have special vegetables, special temperature. And then 
They said, the man said, cooking is your turf. Capturing is mine. It's mine, yeah. So let me do the work. And the the um, chef obeyed and said, listen, if it doesn't turn out well, <laughs> I'm not paying you. By the time the chef came with all the vegetables and all the, uh, you know, accoutrements for garnishing, this guy had spent the night, and uh, mind you, I love cooking too, eh? mm. had spent the night mixing oil paint. And when the, the, the full bird, the turkey, was brought, he painted, and even the chef was like, whoa. The color was to perfection. Mm. It was like a perfect baked turkey. Turkey. And, and, and even the chef was like, wow. And I am like, imagine the millions of people, mm. millions of women around the world who be reading this, you know, seeing these pictures and striving to attain such perfection. Yeah. Um, is this, um, children don't listen to this program, right? Oh, no. So, so, yeah, so it turned me on. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Me on. I'm like, that's what I want to do. Mm. I want to capture people's mind. I want to blow their mind. Like, I love that. But I just, and I want to do it very subtly. I don't want to be noisy. Okay. I just want to drop it and walk. Mm. Drop it like it's Drop hard. it and walk. You know? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so from age 14, mm. then I made a cautious effort. But, I mean, in the 90s, as liberal as my parents were, mm. I knew they were not going to pay all those thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars for because photography education is expensive, expensive yeah. yeah so i had a friend new quality um who was into nafti and all that at the time and he said to me listen yeah your parents can afford it but they won't do it because it doesn't just fit in in this time of yeah, yeah 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 so this is what you can do teach yourself mm. it wasn't now internet is come on then no it wasn't no, no youtube so none of that 99 they're about so he asked me to get magazines watch a lot of feature films when you're watching the films when you're going through these magazines look for images you your spirit yearn to attend mm. and when you see images try to be able to tell the angle right what do you see in the story learn the composition how everything is brought in together but how the main subject is still in focus do you get me so i'm a self-taught photographer wow like, so that's how i started so I finished um, secondary school. I, yes, I did computer programming. Um, listen, I've done business. I've read business. I'm a trained journalist. People don't know that. Wow. And I, I, I just finished my master's in business administration. But it's, um, it's, it's just... Um, that's a weird mix of things. And that's the thing, as a photographer, mm. and, and, and that's, it's very sad. But in this part of our world, we see a photographer. And being a woman, you're first seen as a fine bimbo, and then for told dear Charlie, you know, they use your brick, I just say press press. Press press, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but you yeah. see, photography is to attain that respect that you walk into your room, you have your command over things and walk away. Mm. You should always be reading. Mm. Um, I'll tell you one of my, um, my downs moments, okay. my most humbling moments in photography was in 2008. Yes, 2008. So I had done a commissioning for MTN. Okay. Um, I was covering the um, the golf. Uh, they mm. had some golf tournament. And then, I mean, that cover, I, I have this sports magazine, Sports Unlimited. It's a photo, okay. sports photo journal. And, I mean, that cover was so all over town. I was feeling myself, you know. Right, right. Then a very good friend of mine, and that's a photography and went down work and get you places and can get you certain people that you wouldn't, you know, just be on first name terms with. Mm -hmm. So the then MD of um, Calbank, okay, Frank Edu. Frank gives me a call. Say, hey, my dear, where are you? I'm like, oh, so come over, come over if you're free. So that's Calbank, the former Calbank uh, MD. Actually, mm -hmm. I got there and said, hey, how's business? So, hey, did you see your photo? Say, hey, that edition, so I called you. I was saying, the way I respect you. I was like, ah, what do you mean? Everything, color, everything was on point. I used my best illustrator to forget that thing. Hey, I, listen, did you even, do you study golf? I'm like, hey, fun. Well, Talk to me like that. Like, humble yourself. I said, okay. I don't think he will remember this, but I remember, right? And then he said to me, listen, and I apologize to the PR and all of the, um, of uh, the Asantehini, but he said, 
did you see the, the club that Santahini was holding? And did you see the session of the turf he was holding, on, of, of the course he was holding on? That's the wrong club. You should know better. Wow. Mm. The details. Mm. So as a photographer, you have to, like, you should always read on. You and club, dear, like, sure. what is the connection? You uh, are coming to take your will, picture. That will be your next gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. The people yeah. you may have worked for, you may have been lucky. They were so taken by your storytelling, yeah. taken by the way people accepted it. But your next gig is, it has, details. who is here to pay the money, yeah, yeah, yeah. looks yeah. at that fine details. Mm. And that humbled me. And until date, so people, I go on commission shoots and people think I'm just too much. I'm like, yeah, I have to too much because at the end of the day, my name is on that photo. Mm. I bear the sole responsibility. Do you get me? So you're going to take an editorial photo of a doctor and she, he still has his watch on or a bracelet on. Me was supposed to be like a theater thing. My guy, do Details. you wear watches? To the when you're going to the... Do you understand? You should have read. You should have read this. Do you get me? You're going, you're shooting a baker, and then she puts on her cap, some style beach. Madam, your hair is showing you. Know, I hope you don't mind. Can you sign, stand the bashing that you are not looking kept? Do you understand? So as a photographer, you always have to keep reading to be informed. Do you understand? Yeah. Sometimes certain colors can even mean something. Mm -hmm. So you're going to shoot about somebody, you know, it's all you. And that's photography for you. Wow. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting, um, expecting all of that because we, we kind of feel like, oh, it's, it's not that Press it's impressive. easy, but it's not, mm. you know, doesn't mm. require... Mm as mm. much but i i yeah sure. it's because of the genesis of photography mm. in our part of the world of the world yeah so you see photography in itself is it's a very it's, it's an elite practice <laughs> okay but what happened is those who brought it had to recruit helps okay okay people who were not maybe in that social standing mm -hmm. um and then gave them education um on on job on the job education to learn photography so they were apprentices and you it, it got passed on passed on and photography is seen as you know just mm. that is an apprenticeship nothing that's deep and you know but it's amazing i mean you see some of the pictures um these days and and they just transport you like mm. i mean you were talking about how much you like the mm. food pictures mm. i look at food pictures and i'm hungry yeah like because they're, they're but then you so also well. look you also look at most <laughs> forgive me Charlie, but you look at 99.9 percent .9 of our food shots here and you're amazed there was a project once when the the person that was assigned for the company to cook for us to shoot when she gave the list, she gave salt. I'm like, mm. how do you put salt into something you're going to shoot? You know why? Why? Salt kills color. Oh, does it? Mm. Never knew. Um, okay, so I know this because, you know, I'll give you a typical example. They always have this food, this soup called aguzumi. Mm -hmm. It's done with the blood of goat. Mm. As soon as salt is dropping, the, the redness dulls. Yeah, Abeku is like, you see, you learn something new every day. So how are you going? Now, who is even going to taste that food? Exactly. But I mean, you think if you're a chef, then for you, taste is everything. No. But then if, if you're, you're taking a, chef, a picture. If you're a chef, then you have to know your job is, the first job is presentation for where you are. If you're not going to land it on anybody's table. No, I mean, that's what I meant. That maybe their so minds. We don't even deal with the chefs here, you know. So, yeah. So it's just all boils down to... And the people who have taken over gradually, we are having the caliber of people of, that yeah. deserve to be in that space. That should not deserve. deserve should be in, yeah, yeah, yes, that, that should be in that space. We're, we're getting there. And so we're sort of looking a bit too cocky, sort of, but hey, if we get a job done, we get it done. I'll come back and talk to you about mm. prices. Mm. prices. Because <laughs> taking pictures used to be not so expensive. Now taking pictures, it's crazy. Ayo. But we'll come back and talk about that. Um, <laughs> but did you know that salt kills color? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
that's for my choba <laughs> diary. So when, I, when I'm going to take a picture of the fufu, I'll add extra no, salt. You the won't picture add, is like, the, the color is already killed. You but. also have to watch the, t the time and the temperature. The temperature also yes. affects the Listen, some of the foods you see. But of course, temperature affects color. But of oh. course. Did but you know that? Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. oh, come on. I didn't know that. Science. I mean, look at your veggies. Please, some of us are science. It didn't science. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, that's it. Photography is a lot of science. Mm. It's a lot of science and literature. You have to, you know, calculate your lighting. What is the effect you want? Yeah. Then the literature. What is the story you want? Then to there's tell. a then mm. there's the advertisement, the call to action, and mm. all that. All of those things. You, yeah. you understand? Yes. So, who, you know, some of the foods you see, especially when it has to do with meat what the pros use they just use a torch you know a torch mm -hmm. for um uh, what do you call it for the goldsmith and all that mm -hmm. yeah that's how they used to bend those there's a, there's a name for it i forgot it's, it's, a, a, oh, it's yeah. a torch it's a the, the one that the fire comes mm -hmm. out of yeah yes there's, there's a there's a there's a bougie name for oh, it oh there is yeah, yeah. Oh, you see you. you're learning yeah, something i just liked it <laughs> even though we didn't know the name but, you know, but we know there's another let's, name uh, right let's yeah. go on zoom and um and um talk to whitney mm. watchimensa who is also joining us hi whitney good evening <laughs> Evening. Hi. How are thank you? Thank you so much for making time to join us. Thank you. All right. Um, so we're talking about women in the event space, and you do a lot of different things. Um, so I think we we're really just interested in what the dynamics are, what it's like to be in that space, um, and what are some of the, the challenges that you face, um, you know, in, in you faced in becoming who you are today ah, where do i start from <laughs> so i am first generation whatever i am doing now in my mm. family okay i come from a family that is predominantly very white color job people so my doctors, lawyers, politicians, that's the kind of family I come from. Okay. Then I decided that, okay, I love entertainment so much. Let me turn it into um, work. But prior to that, I, I, I think most people just assume that I, I've been an events person my entire life, but I've, I've done corporate my background is actually is broadcast journalism. Oh, okay. And I I have a degree in marketing, in communications, and in PR as well. Recently, I've added um, a double executive program in in entrepreneurship and business leadership to it. So, um, my family can be proud. I'm so brainy. I am not just into entertainment. I'm doing the other things they would yeah. have wanted me to do, but. Yes, I'm first generation of what I am doing. And my space, if if off the top of my head, if I'll say um, the biggest challenge has to do with the fact that I'm a woman doing what usually a lot of guys would do. So, exactly. um, for instance, mainstream concerts protocol, mainstream concerts, it's, it, it's a lot of guys you find in that space. Mm -hmm. And the ladies in that space, we are just but a few. Okay. And we are all gunning for the same thing, same space, same sponsorship, same um, partnership and all that. So really, that's the biggest problem as a woman. But um, off the side, I've been doing it for two decades on our own company for 14 years. So I would say that we're doing good as women. We, we're doing very well. Yeah, um, I mean, you talk about being in a space that is dominated by men. Um, and then, of course, there are a few women and, you know, you're kind of all looking for the same thing. But what's that really like? Because we hear people say, oh, you know, I work in a space and there's a lot of men. But what does that look like on the day to day or from meeting to meeting or pitch to pitch? What does it actually look like when you're having to go against men who... Okay, I'm not gonna make any statements about men who. I'm just gonna say <laughs> <Better>. men. <laughs> let me just let me just leave it there. So, what is that like on the day to day? What does that look like? 
So um, where typical society, a man would just get up and he's going to work, he's, he's in the space, he can work till midnight, 2 a.m. and has no qualms for a woman that is doing that plus a whole lot of other things. So you have a family, you have kids, you you have other things apart from the fact that you are also in the space of I need sponsorship for events, I need partnership for events. So um, it becomes a headache for you trying to fit all of this into the same space as what men will also do. Mm. And you also want to tell yourself that it, it's, it isn't a hindrance as much mm. because, we've, you know, we've told ourselves that what the men can do, the women can, can also do. do. But, yeah. but we're being realistic by doing that plus other stuff. Mm. So if we have a bit, it means that I'm probably waking up earlier than I would. I'm getting kids ready for school because I am very hands-on like that. Okay. And dropping them in school before I even decide that, okay, I'm heading towards wherever I have to do my bit. When we are working as well, fortunately, and that is where maybe for some of us, we are very fortunate. Yeah. One of the biggest hurdles you can cross as a woman in my field is, especially if you decide that you're settling down, is to have a partner who gets what you're doing. Yes. If you do not have a partner who gets what you're doing, that is, de you're defeated even before you start. Wow. So I do what I do. I close at 3 a.m. sometimes. I close at 2 a.m. sometimes. In fact, I close at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. sometimes. So sometimes when your neighbors are waking up, you're not driving in, in, into home. Mm. And you know how people can talk. Yeah. I am sure for my neighbors, if they didn't know what I do, if they didn't see me on TV, they didn't hear me on radio, I'm sure they'll have questions for my husband like, what does your wife do that she comes home at 3 a.m.? What does she do that she comes home in the morning? Initially, it will be very hard. I, I, I won't lie that it was hard to take it that you have a partner who has moved from a nine to five job mm -hmm. and she's now doing nine to nine to no time yeah. because events yeah. sometimes do not have time. We know how events work in this country. But I think that when you prove yourself that this is my passion, this is what I also want, this is what I am bringing on the table and I am excellent at what I do. We have to support each other. It becomes easier for you. Mm. And it becomes easier for the other person too. So for me, that has been the winner for me. Okay. Okay. On the days when, okay, one of us needs to be with the kids because the other person, we've, we've always had that. So you will sometimes see our timetables hanging on the fridge at home so that we know whichever time somebody is going to be there for the kids, whichever time somebody is going to pick up the kids at school, or they're going to have to come some way when it's neither of us. Yeah. And that's one of, I think for a lot of women, the fact that they have to combine all these things and they probably do not have a support system, mm. it's one of the biggest problems for us too. But I am thankful that for me in doing this thing um, on my own, the past 14 years before then, over 20 years of doing this it's been one of the blessings i've had in fact i've had such a support system my support system is that strong that there are days that even my siblings who initially didn't get why their big sister was crazy about this have even also become people i can rely on that okay when i need stuff that done they will be there so for women it's one of the big things that I think we we need a good support system to to know that whatever I'm doing, I have backup. Okay, um, let me come in studio, and um, if, um, Whitney talks about 
um, support systems and, and partners and how the person that you're with will either kind of, you know, move you forward or... And it always makes me sad because when I'm talking to men, it, it almost always kind of doesn't come up because for them, it's kind of like, well, I'll do what I got to do and... Like, have you ever had... Um, they said a man is late because he had to drop his children somewhere. Like, really. Yeah, but like, I had to come here, right? But I wanted to bath my daughter myself. I wanted to come here and be happy knowing that, like, I bathed her, mm. you know? So, yes. Um, Why is bathing here so important? Because I think it's one of the most intimate things as mm. a woman. I think for girls, I just, sometimes I don't think, and, and she is, as young as she is, she, I can see that she doesn't like to be, to expose herself. Okay. So, I just, I, I, I want to bath her. Yourself. Yes, and, and it, it's just... It's one of those things, as soon as she baths, I feel like the day's work is done. Mm. So, yes, I um, like Whitney said, um, I'll tell you. So, my earliest wake-up call was, I had a commission, a commission in, in Italy, right? And I was shooting the surreal. And then I had arranged for a nanny because my clients paid for my daughter and I to be lodged in a very good hotel. We had a driver and all. And um, so I was picked... And then my nanny was supposed to have met me at my hotel and picked up my daughter. The person didn't show up. I kept calling, kept calling. I'm going to tell somebody who spent millions to pay tickets to get hotels and all that, that you missed a match, you missed the very first match. And um, it was Sassolo and one other um, team. I, I just, the driver was looking at me. I said, let's go. And I sat in the car. My daughter was on my lap, all at certain levels. As much as, yes, for that day, I think I was about the only woman on the pitch, too. So, like, they stopped me immediately. They said, no, mother, baby, no. I said, me, field, I have to shoot. Me, nanny, no, come. What do I do? And they don't speak English. <laughs> and that's when it occurred yeah, to me yeah. that in all sports events, there's no provision for mothers. Mm. In all coverage, whether it's the Olympics, whether it's uh, Syria, whether it's Ghana League, um, what, what, oh yes, the Ghana League, whether it's the, uh, you know, the U.S., whether it's Premier League, there is no provision for mothers. Wow. So how, how I, did you do it? Well, you so I, and I told them I needed to shoot because my player was on the pitch, so I had to shoot. So they said to me, okay, then they would not allow me onto the pitch, pitch, because as... As soon as they allow you, you are their liability. Mm. Like, they have to bear liability for you. Anything that happens, they have to, you know, take it on. So they would rather I go off the pitch and onto the first um, line. So they cleared everybody so that when I pan my camera, there's nobody in my, sh in my okay. shot. Yes. So, but, and I said to them, and they thought that, they said it in a way that would turn me off. I said, very good, magnific, very good. Listen, that will give me unique angles. <laughs> and they're wow. like, whatever. Yeah, so I tied my club. I just, I had my child behind me. And I shot 90 minutes. I shot during the, and she slept. Can you imagine? She wow. slept throughout all those noise. She slept. So yeah, she slept. I, I went through uh, 45 minutes. I fed her. So I went onto the pitch with all my acrotomies. Yeah, so, wow. um, so that's it. Like Whitney said, the first point of call, yes. The, you know, having a family, starting a family becomes the other challenge. But um, for me, the, 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 the funniest and funnest um, challenge of being a woman, and then being a black woman, mm. <laughs> being a woman is a challenge. And then being a black woman I just... I think sometimes we don't talk about the color enough because we're here in Ghana, and so... Like, okay, so maybe I'm okay. exposed to... No, 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 because, but yeah. no, it's, it's an yeah. interesting perspective it, it because... Like, being because a black woman. Being a black woman, you're, you're, you're a woman. Mm. And then and being then a black, black woman. You see, when and you then go, you're African black. Mm, Charlie. And look at me. Charlie, like, yeah. Jet and then black. The, your name can't be pronounced. Like, it's not like <laughs> Keisha know? or oh, Tanasha. But, but funnily, the Russians are able to pronounce my name oh, really? better. But so I tell you what, in 2005, mm. when I decided to go into sports, um, I started photography in 99. Okay. Then I decided to do sports um, in 2005. I stepped onto the Accra Sports Stadium and I met photographers. My shoe is not too good, but I could, 
get it. They're very condescending. They, they they look at me and they smile. The males. Yes, okay. of course. It was just males. Why, I mean, why were they smiling? They they, they they laughed and then one said, eh, "My chi, don't laugh." But okase, uh, you know, ebe diagro. Okase ebe diagro. Perfect. And I smiled. I smiled because I'm coming from another angle. You see, I am not just a photographer. I'm a communicationist. I studied communication like Whitney. I did all the advertising management was um, uh, communications. I studied journalism. And so, and I, I, I have added a bit of psychology to study human body language. So I'm able to tell when you don't get a shot as a fellow photographer. I'm able mm. to get. So I shoot, then I get it, then I see the squint in their eyes. I'm like, okay, that, oh, I didn't get this one. It was like me registering because it was you know things were not heightened. There were not you know only online things going on back then that they would see my work online immediately. Mm. I know, so I showed it them right there. I'm like, oh, then they started looking at each other's face. Wow. Funny, but this is why I'm telling this story. That was 2005 at a crossport stadium. 2014 in Brazil, I get almost the same condescending thing from two Frenchmen, Caucasians. So Ten it's years not, later. Yeah. Same. In another part of the world, right? That was in Southern America with Europeans. So what am I saying? I'm saying that there's this comments that we make that is that sounds to somebody like me. It sounds very funny. So as for Ghana idea, actually, it's not a Ghana thing. It's a, it's a phenomenon that you're a woman and that's just it. It's just that in the Western world, there are structures to how you talk. And so... Um, people are not able to alter certain things, mm. like just talk, mm. but they would rather talk amongst themselves. Do you get it? But it's not just a Ghana thing. It's just, just an African thing. It's something we have to face all over. They see you, for example, they see me, and, you know, sports photography, and then for that matter, football, is a very alpha male thing. Even mm. within the men, let's just say f photography was for men. But shooting sports is a, sh shooting sports. Anybody who shoots it's sports elevated to like alpha yeah, level. But anybody who shoots sports also shoots wildlife. Okay. Because they go with the same kind of gears. Okay. Okay. So you don't want to underutilize your investment. So you also do wildlife, and it's some sort of alpha thing. Like you know, it's the man of the man yeah, yeah, that yeah. do it. So they have their space. They share the dirty joke, and now you're in the midst of it. So they see you as an intrusion. Yeah. So what, as soon as you sit in between them, you just get a look on their face. Mm. But that turns me on. Why do I, I was just going to say, why do I get the impression that you enjoy it? And, and you know, I you enjoy, have this look of like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, like in 2010, during the wow. World Cup. Um, so I was hungry. And Charlie, food is pricey during these times in the media center and all. So me, I prepare my own sandwich and I hide in my bag. Okay. And so during the halftime, I was eating. And then I, or was it a boring match, something? So I, I was eating. And one of these very elderly Asian photographer, he turned to me. And I think, and you know what? What is it? The Asian photographers are very passionate. Like the okay. French are passionate. Okay. The French are so into what they're doing, so uptight. But the Asian is another game altogether. And they're so straight. They just, it's like life at this moment, like they have to capture the very weird second. Like, do you get me? Yeah. So they don't joke. You can't be flexible around them. You're not serious if you are. So this guy looked at me and then I'm not laughing at his accent, but I'm just, you know, he said, but you really didn't eat yet. Wow. I said, yes. So I said, oh, oh, oh. everybody really? started laughing around. There. I said, hey, guy, <laughs> I'm wow. going to pour my, my hunger on this guy today. So I said, yes. Then he didn't. Then I tend to talk, and he made it easier. He didn't keep quiet. I said, "Who do you work for?" Huh? I said, "Oh, me." Then I said, "Yes, me. I work for Japan." Da, da, da. I said, "Oh, at your age." Wow, that wasn't very nice. Then everybody turned. So who do you work for? No, I can't be working for anybody. I brought myself here with my assistants. No, at my age, come on. At your age, I expect to own a conglomerate. Like, what are you doing here? You're over sixty, aren't you? I ended it. Those set of photographers, they see me. Hello! And hello, they say that, yeah, hello. Yeah, you know? yeah. So sometimes, and then if you're not mindful, and um, Whitney would agree with me, if you're not mindful, you don't put yourself in check. You become unnecessarily um, edgy 
rude, mm. um, like sharp tongue, defensive, defensive. Yeah, defensive even when no one has attacked. But because I'm like, you're it? anticipating the defense, is that the, the, attack. the attack? And I'm like, you know what? We all came here to work. You are even for somebody. I came here for myself, so I should be more aggressive. Whatever, let's just do it. But the thing is, like Whitney says, if you're when you do what you're doing and you do it like you invest in it and do it that well, right? They call on you. They come and ask you for how to do this, that. And you are not like really one of them because, you know, again, like we need to say, so or like the boys club. Exactly. But you're respected. But you're respected. Yeah. If My father would say, even if it's for full respect, if in front of me you will say this and then if I turn you say you're a fool, I turn. It's my back case. Yeah. But in front of you, they don't talk they trash. Don't. Wow, I, I wanted to actually... There's some of the questions I was going to ask you that you've answered already. I wanted to talk about yeah, proving talk yourself. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> this is a talk show. Yeah. Um, it's about proving yourself. I mm. was going to go to Whitney mm. um, about this aspect of proving yourself. Mm. Um, what has that been like for you? Because I'm figuring that you're at the point where you've um, you've earned the respect. You've... You know your name is is on you know on the table and all of that but what was the journey like of proving yourself to the point where you're able to also call the shots no that's, that's for whitney first okay. and then i'll come mm. to you hello um so for me uh, can you hear me yes i can i can so one of the things I learned early was to understudy, take my time, have patience with the women who I came to meet in the industry. Mm. So I, I kind of learned the ropes early. And in learning that ropes, I learned to do what I do and excel and excel at it with all my might. So, for instance, because everybody knew that I, I had already been on projects as far back as Joe Thomas' concerts, um, and they knew my capabilities. I remember that concert. It was easier. Wait, 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 okay. Whitney, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it was, that concert was, was it at the National Theatre? Yes. When he yes. came to Ghana, I was like 15 or so. yes. I was at that concert, bro. <laughs> I was totally okay. at that concert. And he sang, I believe in you. And my friend Lulu and I yes. fell in love and we're hey. like, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is it. No, my father didn't know. So I you see how long we've room. been doing this? How long we've been at this? That's, that's like 20 something years ago. Yeah. Yes. Wow! So wow, it, it, wow. it 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 was easier to pick to pick up the ropes and decide that okay, this is where I want to go. And even for that, it, it, even for that, when you start your own company, you need to do pro bono for the people you have saved, so that because in, in this country, one of the things that carries you is word of mouth mm. with the right people. Once yeah. you have people, the right word of mouth, and they sit in rooms. Um, we're kind of we're opportunities, not... okay. And they enter into doors that will open for other people. They easily mention your name, and then you pick up from there. And just to ship that. Okay, um, I think we've lost the we've lost the the connection. So mm. if you can just um, pick up from where she left us so about well, proving yourself. I I I kind of subtly have a problem with the word this the phrase proving yourself okay i i thought i look at it more as developing myself like proving yourself means that you know i don't know but i just don't like to identify with that statement That's fine. proving mm -hmm. myself i have so let's i let's, chose let's to the earning a seat at the table i chose a field that really why are you there mm. If when you find people or you find women or men in certain professions that are predominantly known or identified with the opposite sex, if they are there, 
automatically they're good. Okay. That's what people need to know. Okay. If what are you doing, an an English person doing French? Mm-hmm. If not, if it's not, if you don't have the gift, mm-hmm. why why are you in a French class? Yeah. Why are you in the university studying? French? I get what you mean. Yeah. So, I I I, I justify. Not I don't prove. Okay. I justify why you choose me. I study a lot. Okay. Um I I I need to know I I, I go very strategically. Mm. I study a lot. Um those ones that were late for a training, a black star training. Okay. And I think that was a time that the all black um, all Ghanaian um technical team was put in. And my I think boys I were all that one, yes, yeah. my boys were all G three and and then when I got there, the national security people were one spoke out. Oh, Davi, like you're late. Oh, they've taken all the photos I've left you. I smiled, and then my boys were so down, and they were looking because I had a presentation somewhere, so I was obviously the one who made the whole team late. So I look at them. I turned, and I looked at a certain certain. I asked. I said, "Give me a seventy to two hundred. They gave me. I shot. Then they said, "So should we move?" I said put that photo online they put the photo online um uh what michael tj picks it bbc is using it wow within 15 minutes the coach turned and said ah but madam your name is here you just said it's about learning that it's not about this, taking those many photos it's not about doing those many works it's one it's picture with what it's you put one, in yeah in your work mm. so it's not about proving myself it's about investing to command mm. command the following i get that do you understand proving yourself is like you have to like tell somebody no no no, no. I, I don't i don't leave to prove myself to you i look at myself and i should have that confidence in my work i don't prove to nobody that's how i live my life if you decide i don't know something that's i don't fine. mind that's mm. that, that's fine do you understand? I, I don't mind at all. I tell my sisters, if one person didn't, my sisters, my siblings, if one person didn't tell me something, no, no, don't worry. The person doesn't want to worry me. They think I don't know. So I can't help. So let me. I don't prove myself. I leave. And that's the thing about being an artist. You need that space to go far. You don't need to. And that's the thing I, I really want to pass on to those in the industry whether young or old sometimes they get carried away by other people's works be inspired Mm. but don't feel the urge to prove be inspired to put in but don't feel the urge to have to prove actually because somebody once says something that consistency is not necessarily um uh uh what an evident or does not necessarily depict that the person's you know making it the person can be taking photos of this and that. Is he even charging? Mm-hmm. Is he getting the money? Stay in your lane. Learn. Be inspired. And that's the thing about art. I'm not talking about photography. I'm talking about everyday. Uh, yeah. uh, yes. Art is within. Art is almost, for want of a better word, is spiritual. Because sometimes you look at a person's artwork and you wonder what came into their mind. Mm. You look at Whitney's setting, some of the tables setting, you're like, okay, so how did this woman know to put this, to put this? You have to be at that place where you're at peace with yourself, where you own your space, where you just have to think. But if you're looking behind your shoulders and you're, hey, what are they doing? It's like you're running. That applies to so many things. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Music, I'm not talking about photography. Like so, I'm talking so about life. Yes, even, yeah, just life in general. I'm talking about life. Yeah. As soon as you have to prove yourself, you're turning your back. You shift your focus. Yes. Yeah. Imagine you're running. And you keep on looking back. Or trying to see, you know, where is this person? Where is this person? No, focus. Focus. That's why I always tell people that I live my life like I'm playing golf. Golf is not between two people. It's between you and the course. Mm-hmm. The turn. You have to overcome the obstacles and all that. That's you have to overcome the obstacles in your chosen field. Mm-hmm. Anymore, who do you want to? Who inspires you? And 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 I don't do like I don't have like role models. Yes, because we tend to now become copycats. Yeah. Instead of being inspired by mm-hmm. the person, mm-hmm. just a session. How did you know of the person? Why is the person relevant to you? Not because they're beautiful, they're huge and tall, but because the person is into broadcasting and has earned a seat at multimedia. And so focus on that. Don't go digging into the person's life and how they learn. Then you're copying. Mm. 
Mm. You understand? So you learn to be inspired by people. So I want to be like this. There's only there's one woman who inspires me. She's not blown. She's called Anne Libovis, right? She's not blown, but she's a photographer. She used to Sounds be with familiar. us in yeah. Rolling Stone or yes, and she's not blown by gears. You know how people like to have the whole gear here, there, there, there. No, as soon as I see Anne Libovis photos, I know. You know, she shot, um, she was one of the first photographers to have shot Serena Williams' first pregnancy. When I saw the photo, I was like, oh, I'm sure this. Eh? And they were like, ah, but you didn't reach. I said, yeah, it's so simple. But when you sit down to take it, then you will know that there's been thought put into it. Mm -hmm. It looks like some point and shoot, right? It looks like she just clicked. But when you sit down, you see how even toned the lights were. You see the composition. And she said one thing was, she said she was going to shoot somebody. And then... At the time, the person was getting some media bashing. She was on fire. So she turned and she was like, ah, she wants to say that story in her photography. How can she say? Then she remembered that there's a refinery around. So there was blazing fire coming from, you know how there's this outlet. So she took the lady there. And was it that there was a car explosion? But literally, there was this fire behind her. And she shot the person. So the person is literally on fire, right? Um, Very simple photo. Yeah. There was another to where she talked about a woman lying on a bed of roses. Like, that's how the media perceived her life. I think she was an actress who was now married to the top actor. Mm. So, a bed of roses. So, she literally, she made them pour roses on a bed and she lied in it. And said she's believed to be lying on a bed of roses. So, simple. Very, very, that's how I shoot. Yeah. And I take it into sports too. I take it into everything I do. I tell people, when I'm shooting gata to gata by some 11-year-olds at Nima, the same passion I will use shooting Germany, Brazil, or wherever at which World Cup finals, is the same energy. Because what we don't know is imagery, when done well, costs about the same price. That's, wow. I wish we had like another hour. Yes, see. Um, I really, really, really wish that um, we, we do, but we don't. Our time is up. Mm. Um, but thank you so much for Peace. joining us My tonight. Pleasure. It's been amazing. And thank you to Whitney. Um, we lost the connection at the end. Um, but Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. We're grateful that you can make time. And Senway John. You're a good student. I love the again, name. <laughs> <laughs> I will see Adadevo. Um, those have been my guests for tonight, women in the event space. And it's so interesting. I'm walking away with the mindfulness that you have to be intentional. You have, you to, have be intentional. to be focused. Very deliberate. Yeah. And, and you have to invest in yourself mm. so that you can give mm. the best. So mm. thank you so much. Um, thank you so much to the entire team. We'll be back next week. Our last... Um, next week will be the last series the last day of the series um, talking to our boss ladies and then we go into December so Christmas is coming up but thank you guys so much um, you can watch the show on Facebook if you missed any parts of it also on YouTube um, if you missed any parts of it my name is Enimwa Enimado we'll be back again next week God willing at 7pm Faustina is coming up next with the 8 o'clock news